they say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. NFL season 2020 COVID-19 2020 COVID-19 everybody's injured first week everybody's injured in the NFL we are here to preview week three talking core fantasy football league and I guess the NFL in general and I got a little something something to say at the end because I am fucking heated all right let's go waiver wire we got Tony Patriot on Tuesday he dropped Saquon Barkley no longer on the roster how bad how bad of a Patriot are you to sit there and change your name and you can't even put the man and show him some respect and put him in your IR spot just to have him there? Just to have him there to show the respects and keep the guy on the team. Nope, ACL, you're gone, bud. You're gone. No resemblance of you on the roster anymore. So disrespectful. So disrespectful. And we must teach Tony Patriot a lesson about loyalty. We may teach him a lesson about loyalty this week, folks. Stay tuned. That part is coming. All right, waivers cleared at 315 this morning on a Wednesday, September 23rd. Our first waiver claim and the biggest one out there was, of course, for Mike Davis, running back Carolina Panthers, going to be the handcuff. Fill in for Christian McCaffrey. Just catch up, catch a bunch of dump-off passes because that's what they do in Carolina. He dropped Tevin Coleman, who's also kind of banged up for the Niners, and he spent half of his fab, $500 out of 1000 on Mike Davis. Clint's already the class of Taco Court Fantasy Football League, killing it in Champions Dynasty League. Go over there, listen to that last episode, Week 2 Recap. Taco Court took it down 3-0 on the week. Only team to go 3-0. Only league to go 3-0. Championship. Champions Dynasty League. Champions come out of Taco Court champions let's go that is available on all podcast platforms as well tony and matt kendall wrapped up week two previewed week three in that podcast me clint james boom done win 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 put it on the board Woo! taco corp all right back to our league here uh the second waiver claim was added O.J. Howard and dropped Big Ben. That's done by James Michael. He used $10 to get O.J. Howard on his team. I think that's pretty solid. I mean, Tampa Bay, man, like Gronk. What, what did Gronk come back for? I feel like Patriots fans hate Gronkowski a lot more than they hate Tom Brady. Like, they can respect the fact that Tom Brady went down there. Gronk, like, I got a girl who works with me, and she's a diehard Boston everything. She's got the fucking accent and everything, chowder whatever, however she says it, right? She's little. She's like 5'3", maybe 5'3", like 97 pounds, something like that. But she's got a little mouth on her. She's pretty cool, though. 
but yeah, she talks a lot about how Gronk's a piece of shit, but she still loves Brady. It's just hard to see him in the Tampa uniform, but she was kind of glad they lost, but then they won again, and then Cam couldn't get in in the end zone against Seattle on the last play. They should have thrown it because the narrative was that Seattle didn't run the ball at the end of the game with Marshawn Lynch, and they should have thrown it to show that they could throw it because everybody knew that Cam was going to run. They could have done the Tebow lob pass. Never should have let Tebow get out of the NFL. He would have been perfect for that situation. Put Tim Tebow on the New England Patriots Super Bowl champions without a doubt. Uh, in our next waiver claim, we have Steven Sims Jr. being dropped by Tony Patriot. Steven Sims Jr., the Washington former R-Words, the nation's capital, and he's dropping players from him. He spent $400 on Daryl Henderson Jr. to fill in there for the Rams for a little bit while Cam Akers does not have a punctured lung, but he's got some injuries to his midsection. Punctured lungs are only for Tyrod Taylor. If you haven't heard, the team doctors tried to give him a shot for his ribs, a painkiller. A light just fell behind my thing because I'm so pumped up for this that I'm kind of like shaking the little table because my arms is on the table and I'm kind of shaking it a little bit because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of dropped, but it's all good. No, no things are broken in here. There's no malicious intent. Nobody was hurt. No animals, no nothing. This is a completely vegan room right now. I don't have chicken nuggets in my room right now. Um, and we'll get to that later on. Daryl Henderson there. But, oh, yeah, to get back to it, Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured because they were trying to give him a shot to numb his ribs for the game the other day, and they accidentally punctured his lung. Trust the experts, they say. They've been saying it for six months conspiracy trust the experts sabotage trying to keep the black man down san diego los angeles chargers bolt up you got a white quarterback keeping the black man down tyrod can't get nothing tyrod can't get a break he only made the bills good he only made the bills good got shafted in cleveland he's getting shafted in los angeles Let's let's get that going. Make it a race thing. That's a joke. That is a joke. I am not insinuating that they deliberately punctured his lung because he's black and they're trying to find new ways to kill him. Don't attack me, please. It's comedic relief. I apologize if I hurt your feelings. Like, honestly, like, I hope you get the satire. Next, we got the lucky leprechaun himself, he's probably going to try to get into the University of Notre Dame to become the mascot at the ripe age of 47 years old. I think he's a little younger than that, probably like end of his 30s, end of his 30s. He's a retired male guy, so he's got to be at least like 38, 39. It might be 40. I don't know. He's up there, but he's, he's young. He probably does CrossFit and shit. He's kind of Kind of bulky, kind of bulky with the bulkster. That's Mighty Ducks reference right there. A little bit of Mighty Ducks reference right there. All right, so Chad, he added Dion Lewis for the New York football giants, dropped Adrian Peterson, the legend himself, whipped him right out of his lineup for 300 bucks of his fab, 30% of his fab budget gone on Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis with Wayne Gallman there. I don't think that's the worst one, though. We talked a little bit on the last recap episode, I believe, about Devonta Freeman and how I believe that if you're going to get a guy like and stash a guy like Devonta Freeman, 
then you got to hope that he goes to a system that he knows, a system that he's comfortable with because pass protection and all this extra stuff that goes in there to learn the system mid-season and stuff, that's going to take a while. I hope that Josh plays him and then he gets a fucking zero. Um, that'll be just perfect. And par on the course for Josh. <laughs> Anyways, dropped Adrian Peterson, picked up Dion Lewis, 300 bucks. That seems like a lot, but maybe he catches the passes there or something like that. It's a full point PPR, so I can, I can see it when you're struggling. When you're struggling and you had CMC on your roster and now CMC's gone with a high ankle sprain, he said he's going to – they say he's going to be out four to six with a high ankle sprain. He's like, yeah, give me like 10 days, man. Give me like 10 days. I'm CMC. Um, we might be seeing the breakdown of CMC. I've been calling it for two years, arguing with Trey. I do think CMC, CMC is a monster, though. I really do. He's one of my favorite athletes to watch. He's just a grinder. He's on a shit team. He got – he got his first, like, overall 99 on uh, Madden, like, last year or something like that. And got, like, a little cool plate brought to him at practice. It was kind of cool. I like the dude. Um, yep. I hated the fact that I went to a Notre Dame game and he killed Notre Dame with, like, 30 seconds left with a kickoff return, like, three dump-off passes, and he kicked the field goal. Sean Kaiser, about 45 seconds before that, did a naked bootleg. I called it from the stands. I got the video on the, foot, on the book. Videos on the book, me yelling, took my daughter Layla to her first Notre Dame game. She was just about two years old right there. Took my dad out there. Everybody was hype. I said, yep, he's going to bootleg it. Boom, bootleg Deshaun Kaiser. Notre Dame's up on Stanford at the new Stanford Stadium. Nope, Christian McCaffrey. But, yep, he lost CMC, so he's got Deion Lewis now. Big upgrade. Uh, he also dropped Kendrick Bourne from the Niners wide receiver and added Adam Humphreys from Tennessee for $202. So he's down about half his fab in two picks right there. Uh, we got, I shaved my balls for this Trey Schlichter. Trey Schlichter. He dropped the old Cortland Sutton. Dang. Can't even keep him on the IR part of the squad Man, ruthless cutthroat 2020 man. Just gave him the COVID. And he added Zach Pascal, wide receiver, Indianapolis, for $2 out of a G. You know, budget, budgeting, budgeting. The next one kind of got me a little bit. Uh, the three PP wine, Nick Oliveris added Drew Sample, tight end, Cincinnati, for $102, dropped CJ Uzuma. He is a Bengals fan, but this was, the, this was one of the guys I was going after in this waiver wire period i did not bid 102 dollars whatsoever for him but it is obviously is obvious that the burrow de joe loves the tight end it's because he's getting fucking rushed like crazy and the tight end is there a lot of dump offs to the tight end he's probably going to get close to six to seven catches or he's going to get eight targets a game at least and what can he do with that? Five, six yards a pop, boom, 10, 12 points out of your tight end. What more can you ask for in fantasy football 2020 out of a tight end? I was looking for that guy, though, too. Uh, and Trey also added the Titans quarterback, and he dropped Justin Jackson, running back from the Los Angeles Chargers, the needle-nosed Chargers. I don't, that's not a needle. That's a plier. I meant to make a needle joke, but. I'm, I drank too much Mountain Dew. 
I don't drink Mountain Dew. I drink Diet Coke, but I drink a big ass Diet Coke right before this. And for some reason, I'm hyped. I didn't have Diet Coke all day. So now I feel a lot better by myself. Feeling good, looking good, minus this pimple that's on my face. I better start paying rent because it don't live here and it came uninvited. And at least give me, like, pay for my direct TV or something. I don't have direct TV, but get me direct TV if you're going to come and live here, man. Damn, shit. But he added the Ryan Tannehill Titans quarterback. We do team quarterback in this league. So he added the Titans quarterback for $69. Nice. Say it with me, folks. One, two, three. Nice. Another one that got me here is he dropped the Jack Doyle, the law associates in the law firm of Doyle, Doyle Associates of Jack. He dropped him and added Mo Cox, tight end, Indianapolis. This was another guy. I went after two tight ends in this waiver wire period. I did not get him. He got him 35 I believe I, I put in like a $32 bid or something like that. Didn't want to spend a ton on him because who knows what it looks like when Jack Doyle comes back. But who doesn't want a guy on their team named Mo Cox? Trey likes Mo Cox. And Tony Patriot added Jeff Wilson Jr., the second big running back to come out of this piece. Um, he actually got him on a bargain, dropped, dropped the tight end, Logan Thomas from the Washington football team, the former R-words. Added him for 70 bucks. Um, kind of surprising that nobody else went higher than 70 for Jeff Wilson in a Niners running scheme. Um, we'll see how that ends up turning out when they got Tevin Coleman banged up and Raheem Mostert banged up. And, you know, it might end up being the same kind of same kind of thing in Carolina where it's only for a couple of weeks or something like that. You might not have too much value long term, but Tony needed the running back. Uh, after the waiver period, and we're looking at 8.15, 8.16, 4.31 p.m., 4.32 p.m., we got an ad from Brandon Beisner, too hot to handle. He added LaMichael P. Rhyme, New York Jets running back for $0 because he picked him up after the fact. And after the waiver claim period ended, and we have first come, first serve after that, and dropped Paris Campbell. Uh, the Squirrel Squad, Wayne Henry, uh, dropped the J.D. McKissick and Quentin Cephas. And now, from a word from our sponsors. Welcome back. If you could tell me in the comments or in Apple comment or Spotify, if they have comments. I don't know if Spotify has comments. I should probably figure that out. But Or in the Facebook or the Twitter or whatever, where that sound clip. Wake up. I said, I didn't say wake up. I said, welcome back. But the wake up come part come gives you like the, uh. Dang it, I'm torn up on my words. The wake up part gives you a Clint, uh, a Clint fucking a clue. I'm looking at Clint's name on the on the board right here. That's what it was. I swear I'm not, I don't have that James infatuation with Clint. But if you can tell me where that sound clip comes from, what show, what movie, it's a show. You should be able to figure out if you are over the age of 30, which everybody in this league is, I believe. Maybe minus Nick. Nick might be a little younger, but he's got the beard, the Al Borland going on. Uh, we'll look at a fab recap of our of our league and who has what left. So we got four teams left with all their fab, 1000 bucks. We got Wayne, Glenn, Brandon, me. Next on the board, we have $995 left for Josh Peterson. And after that, we got 990 left with James Michael, 900 for the Motor Boners and Octavio Valdez, 894 for Trey. And then we're looking at an 890 
ooh, before that, 898 for Nick, 894 for Trey. Then we get into the 500s. You got 530 left for Tony Patriot. Woo. Yikes. I wonder if he popped a molly and he's sweating. Not as much as the next after this guy. Clint's got half of his fab. We know he used it on Mike Davis. That's a pretty good pickup, especially for a guy who's like top notch in the league. He just added a guy who's going to um, add him a lot more depth and power to his lineup. So the rich keep getting richer. Oh, the wealth divide in this country. 398 left for Chad. He probably popped this popped a molly. He's sweating. And let's get into the week three matchups right here before we get into some other talk. In the first matchup of the week, we got Chad going against Nick. Both teams are one and one. Chad currently is a dog. 118 to 133 to, to Nick. I am dry mouthed. Hold on while I take a sip of cola. <clears throat> Do re mi fa solo I am not a singer. All right, Nick's favorite to win, 133 to 118. It looks like it's probably going to turn out that way. He's got the Goth against Buffalo, D. Henry, James Conner, Julio, Mike Evans, Ingram, DK, Gallup, and Chad just got hit with the injury bug. Bad with the CMC. Bad with the CMC. Did he drop Christian McCaffrey? I don't see Christian McCaffrey on his team. He can't, Oh, no. He put him in the IR. There we go. Very respectable. This guy is a police officer. Respect the badge. The thin blue line. Very respectable. He kept the CMC on his team. Granny, he's coming back. I don't know how he would have done it. Chad, let us know how you would do it if he was out for the whole season and he wasn't coming back. But the way that the injury... IR spots are labeled out here on the desktop. It's kind of weird. It's like super low. So I didn't see them. I apologize to the listeners. I almost freaked us out there, but we're back. Anyways, he's got the Melvin Gordon, the Dion Lewis, a little Mahomes action. He's got Kenny G in there. He might not play against Atlanta. Hopefully he does. T.Y., Julian Edelman, no offense. He's got that whole Broncos team on his, on his roster. Give me Nick to win the ball game. And in our next matchup, we got the murder boners. That is Octavio Valdez, 2-0 on the season. He just had some choice words for a guy trying to give him trade clout, trade stuff, bad trades, going up against the pocket dogs in James Michael. James is favored by less than a point, 139 to 138 with some decimals in there. Ooh, he's got the DAC against Seattle. That's probably going to be a high scoring with the Chris Carson, the Clyde the Glide going against Baltimore. I think that might be a little bit of a rough one for him. He's projected for like 15 points on here. I don't know if he gets that against Baltimore. I don't know if he gets that against Baltimore. But he's also got the Darren Waller against New England. You know, all they do is pass the dang ball there. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And on the other side, we got Higby's in the woods. This is the, the Rams squad right here. The Rams squad. And then some Marvin Jones action, a little Thielen, DeAndre Swift, yuck, Kenyon Drake. Woo, murder boners against James. I'm going to go with James. He's in, he's in Champions Dynasty League. Um, fun little note, Octavio would have made Champions Dynasty League. The auto-draft king himself is actually like a top three team in the league, but he hasn't won a championship, so he was disqualified from contention in Champions Dynasty League because you have to be a champion to be in that league. But there's no doubt we could have filled the whole Champions Dynasty League with Taco Corp minus Josh and Glenn. 
Bang. Next matchup, we got Trey. I shaved my balls for this against Wayne, the Scrote Squad. Trey, one and one. Wayne, own two. He's trying to get on the board here. And by the looks of it, he might, he might get himself a dub. He might get himself a dub right here. You never know. Trey's got the Michael Thomas on his bench because he's injured right now. So we'll see how that goes. He's probably going to play the little Mo Cox in his lineup over the Austin Hooper on his bench. So that's probably going to give him a lift going up against the Jets. J-E-T-T-S, no win, Jets. And it's just going to be bad. It's just going to be bad. I think Wayne gets on the board this week. Uh, it's going to be rough, but we got the Keenan Allen on the Trey squad, Aaron Jones on the Trey squad, Jonathan Taylor on the Trey squad. I don't think you're going to run against the Jets really well. I know the Niners did decent last week, but um, Indy might have a little bit of trouble there too, um, thinking that they. it's just easier to pass on the Jets. That's really what it is. Um, but interesting to see what the Mo Alley Cox does right there. Um, it's going to be rough trying to play both of those guys. Who knows? But probably the number one receiving option and the number one running option in the Colts system. Give me Wayne to get a dub and get on the board this week. And in the next matchup, we have Brandon too hot to handle Brandon. He looks like Burt Kreischer. He really does. And then we got him going against the Eskimo brothers in Josh Peterson. He's 0-2. Brandon's 1-1. One one. This one's predicted to be a close one here. This one is really projected to be a close one. We got injuries on these teams. We got the Marlon Mack for, for Brandon and the Debo Samuel for Josh. Well, I think what is going to give Josh a contention in this matchup is the fact that he does have Lamar Jackson going against the Chiefs. Probably high-scoring... For Baltimore, I think they're a favorite in the game, like a three-point favorite or three or it's either three or seven. It's one of those key numbers, but they're favored to win in that game. Going to need to score points. I think that even though Baltimore has a tough defense, Kansas City's so creative they'll be able to do something with it. Burp. <clears throat> but Brandon's still sitting here with the Rob Gronk in his lineup, and I think that might be trouble. If Brandon loses, there should be a mid-season sacco punishment for losing against Josh Peterson, at least in this week. I don't know what we're going to say when I have to play Josh and things are all fucking shit and I'm just going to end up losing to Josh because that is what's going to happen to me. I face everybody who wants to put up top-tier points in the league every single week. Over history and time, I am the most scored against team. People like to score with me. hey uh let's see let's see let's see here i don't know he's got the kelsey on that side with josh too manny sanders can he catch some balls or something um but he's also got the carry on johnson in his lineup what are you doing like put golden tate in bro put golden tate in that flex don't be flexing out carry on johnson jesus it's 2020 2020 Ugh. I think he's going to switch it out just because I said that. Uh, he, he definitely doesn't listen to this, or else he might have said something by now. Uh, I hope I'm not hurting his feelings too bad, and he doesn't want to reach out. But I actually like you, Josh. You're actually kind of cool dude. You got a little Jeep fetish. That's a little weird to me, bro. A little weird to me, you know, but I get it's a Jeep thing. Uh, give me Josh to get a W here against Brandon. The comedic effect of Brandon losing to Josh is going to be a winner, and maybe we can get him a piercing. Anyways, next matchup, we got. 
Baby Ruth, that's Glenn. He's one and one against the class of the league. Clint Evans' password is Taco 2 and 0. He's got the most points in the league, and he just added a banger on the waiver wire with Mike Davis. He's sitting here with Rush, Josh, Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, AJ Brown, who may, may not play, Stephon Diggs, CD Lamb, Mark Andrews, Tyreek Hill. Who let him draft this team? I think he was on the back end turn also. He's got a squad. He's got a squad. Man. Man. Damn you, Clint. Going against Clint. The projected lines are 140 to 128 in favor of Clint. He is going to smash Glenn this week. I apologize, Glenn. I apologize, Glenn. And for the marquee matchup of the week, once again, it is Tony Patriot, the host of 58 West King podcast on all platforms out there. Go check it out. 51 episodes so far to date. Tony Patriot against the Vinegar Strokes. That would be me. Both one and one. I got a lot more points than him because I'm currently in fourth and he's in tenth. Oh man, he just left. He just lost Saquon. He just lost Saquon. Can't even keep him on the team, man. Damn. Bad juju there, buddy. Bad juju there. Currently on a Wednesday night, 8:51 p.m. Tony is projected to win 121.920. Because I don't have anybody in my roster spots right now. Playing a little trickery. Playing a little trickery. We'll see where it goes. I'm getting a dub this week, though. I'm getting a dub. I feel it. He's got. 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 Deshaun Watson, the Texans quarterback, Josh Kelly, Jeff Wilson, DJ Moore, DJ Chark. DJ. DJ. Hey, Mr. DJ, keep playing that song for me. Backstreet Boys, get with it. Darius Slayton, Mike Gusecki, George Kittle. Who knows if he plays? Now on that slippery service at MetLife, he's going to get hurt again. And the Will Fuller, love me some Will Fuller. But who knows what happens in that, pay, that Pittsburgh Texans game? Who knows? You don't get no touchdowns out of the old Deshaun Watson. The old Fuller don't eat. Highly unlikable. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. He's got Burrow on his team. Nice. Nice. Joe Burrow, the truth. He can get some help. He makes some bad plays too, but he can really get some help over there. Might be something for him. All right, that's the matchups right there. So I think we had all the matchups covered. Yep, we are done there. And we have some news and notes and responses from the last episode we had. We had a message. Message come from the Nick Oliveris, the three PBY, the returning champion who got taken down by the Octavio Valdez murder boners. Took his boner and murdered. Murdered Nick with it. He said, You tell Octavio that I'll see him in week 13 for a proper spanking. I got hoes, like you said. I had. Wide receivers in all my flex spots, and then suddenly, fucking James White tragically has his dad die and his mom in critical condition from a car accident that night, and I couldn't start anybody else. Hell, it would have been close had White played. Okay, Nick. Okay. If you say so. And we got another thing for the murder boners. 
Everybody's after that guy. Everybody's after it. I mean, he's just solid. He's solid. He can take it. He's going to attack with it. He's going to punish you with it. And he seems to be getting inside people because they're, they're getting a little nervous. They're getting a little nervous. Octavio needs to accept my trades. That's all it was. That's from Tony Patriot. Whoo, what's on my mind? What's on my mind? What's on my mind? Oh, on my way home from work today. I got off work really late. Like I was getting home close to 7 p.m. That's ridiculous. I got to work at like 6.30 or something like that in the morning. You know, burning, burning that midday oil. Not on my skin. I'm really fucking pale. Look at my face. You can't see my face, but if the video gets up one day, you're going to see my face, and it's a little pale. I'm not putting the oil on my skin and getting that bronze tan. Getting that bronze tan. But I said, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. So I said, I'm going to go get me some McDonald's. Go to the McDonald's. I really only stopped there because I didn't have Diet Coke in the house, and McDonald's is like one of the only fast foods around my house that actually has a drive-thru that has Diet Coke too because the KFC and Taco Bell drive-thru mixture thing. They're over there with the Pepsi products. Nobody wants that crap. Everybody who gets Pepsi products either wants to get the Mountain Dew stuff, um, the Baja Blast, or they end up getting Dr. Pepper. That facts. Hashtag F-A-C-T-S facts. Anyways, McDonald's. You guys come out with spicy chicken nuggets. Half of the restaurants around cannot support spicy chicken nuggets, apparently. They're always out of stock. Your spicy chicken nuggets are, one, not better than Wendy's. Nobody will have better spicy nuggets than Wendy's. Wendy's has the best spicy chicken as well. Hands down, bar none, you're not touching it. But you have spicy chicken nuggets that you could not put enough in stores for them to handle a couple 10 pieces. So I finally find a drive through and I'm like, yo, let me get them nugs. And a girl goes, oh, sure. How many nugs you want? I was like, let me get a 10 spot. Hey, what kind of sauce you like? I look on the little board. There's like a little red, a little red bubble thing, like idea, idea, idea. And it says, try them with our new mighty hot sauce. Never heard of it. But let me give you a description of what this says. This is by an article published by NBC News. They added the nuggets, and they also added something else. It's called the Mighty Hot Sauce. McDonald's first new sauce since 2017. I mean, this is, this is big news, right? Big, big, big news. The first new sauce since 2017. It's being offered as a condiment for the spicy McNuggets. The sauce comes with a blend of chili peppers, and is being billed as their hottest one available at McDonald's. Off right there. Off right there. How is it that I can order spicy nuggets and you don't have the damn sauce? How? It's a little package. It doesn't take up that much space. Did you not do math? Whoever the manager, the store manager of this McDonald's, right next to Thomas Edison High School, Alexandria, Virginia, right across the street from Thomas Edison. Hawks or some, eagles or something like that. It's weird colors, dude. It's like a, a navy blue and orange. I don't know. It's ugly. But 
I said, let me get that mighty hot. Oh, we don't got that sauce. What do you mean you don't got the sauce? Yeah, we don't have the sauce. Well, why the hell is it on the board? Oh, we ran out. How many sauces are you giving per nuggets? Do some simple math. Oh, boom, a 10 piece. Let me get two sauces. All right, so for every 10 nuggets, I need to order two sauces. Let me do three because someone might want extra sauce. Being offered as a condiment for the spicy McNuggets. NBC News. Not available with any other type of food at McDonald's. You can only get it if you order the spicy nugs. I don't even know what else to dip spicy nuggets in. Ranch is disgusting. Ranch is 2000, early 2000s school lunch dressing. You go up to the big pump bottle thing, the gallon one, and you pour a bunch of ranch on your styrofoam tray in one of the, the square slots at the top right corner. So you can dunk your burrito, your little chimichanga, or your taco pocket, or you can take your carrot bag because you get that bag of baby carrots. No one ate them, but you dip them in the sauce, and they were all wet because they were, like, really cold and wet. So you can squeeze your fingers, and you can launch fucking ranch-dipped carrots across the quad to hit the other kids with them. And they couldn't do nothing because you were in the senior walk at the table. The table. Can't use ranch. That shit is disgusting. But I can't sit there and use your fucking shitty buffalo sauce that you got. That's terrible. Can't use the honey mustard with the chick, a spicy nug. Can't use the barbecue with a spicy nug. Can't use the sweet and sour with a spicy nug. Not going to order your paste picante packet like you guys got in the McDonald's app. What sauce do you want? The, the picante. No. You guys always have the Sriracha Big Mac sauce listed in the app. And then you order it and they come back and they say, we ain't got it. Why is it advertised everywhere? Come on, McDonald's. I wanted to treat myself. How can we pay you $15 an hour when you can't do basic math to give us the right amount of sauce for the nugs? I'm done. Bye. Bye. 